I uh, walked past a newsagent uh, today and it had a sign up, you know, $20 million. And let me just say, 20 million chicken feed. When you realise that the Australian taxpayer is sitting on $16 billion in unclaimed superannuation. And if you could count up all the jobs you've ever had, did you remember taking your superannuation with you? Apparently, people are losing contact with their super funds when they move jobs, move house, forget to update details. And the Australian tax office, bless them, wants to give you your billions of dollars. Peter Ryan is the ABC's senior business reporter. Peter, in my mind, $16 billion is serious money sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, $16 billion, uh, quite a remarkable figure in lost or uh, unclaimed super. Uh, you'd have to say it's a good problem to have, actually. Yes. When you, when a, lot of, a lot of people are being um, confused or frustrated about the current uh, broader superannuation debate going on at the moment. But you're right, It's um, a lot of people mightn't even know they have this. And these um, this comes from um, uh, people moving jobs, um, having multiple jobs over the years, even maybe changing an address, changing a name, changing those sort of details. And uh, last financial year, the, the pool of lost superannuation uh, ballooned by about $2.1 billion. That's up uh, 40% since 2019. And it, some of this is um, looked after by the Australian Tax Office. The rest is being held by uh, superannuation funds. But uh, the ATO tells me they also hold unclaimed super for people who are uh, temporary residents who might have left Australia for six months or more, right. having worked in the system before that, or people whose visas might have expired or they might have been cancelled. Uh, they're still owed their super. So $16 billion, a lot of money out there, and the ATO is wanting people to actually get in and check to see whether they can get a slice of that action. I'm, I find it, I kind of find it hard, Peter, to understand that, sure, okay, you shift jobs, but everyone knows that we're paying super or our employer is paying super into an account for us. I kind of find it surprising that people sort of just forget about it, you know. Forget about it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, it comes down to the, uh, I guess, the eye-glazing nature of super, which I always find interesting because it's just so important to our lives. And in the end, everyone wants money. They want the uh, their salaries to be doing the, the, the right work and that uh, 10% that's taken out of people's, 10.5% now that's taken out of people's salaries um, should be working in there. The miracle of compound interest um, yes. should be working there. But it's our job to, um, I guess my job anyway to try to cut through the jargon and explain that and why it's important because a lot of people um you know think about it when it's on the never never it's all too difficult um but really if uh, people check it out they might just might get a little bit of a surprise that there might be other accounts sitting out there and while we're ignoring or apparently forgetting about superannu superannuation that's accumulated through a previous job superannuation funds could actually be charging me management fees and the like. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. One of the big issues is that if you have um, multiple superannuation accounts, uh, whether they're an industry fund or a retail fund, uh, they're going to be charging fees, but they're also charging for insurance that goes into those superannuation accounts. So, um, you know, I always say people should 
get their own independent financial advice to work out what the best deal is for them. But generally, it's better to uh, consolidate these multiple funds into one fund so you're not paying multiple fees. And the most important thing is actually working out the lay of the land. And I guess it's not surprising. There are a lot of people out there who've um, you know, worked in those multiple jobs, mightn't have worried about it, mightn't have even known. And I guess, Steve, going back to when we were in our early 20s when we started you know, working, you don't think about superannuation. You're thinking about buying a car, having a holiday, um, you know, finding a girlfriend or something like that. It's all, all those things get totally glazed over. It's not until you start getting to your late 50s, getting closer to retirement, that you start paying a lot more attention to these sort of things. My guest is Peter Ryan. He's the ABC senior political correspondent. So how, how is it some of it are sitting with super funds and the rest is sitting in the Australian tax office uh, um, Well, that... Yeah, well, they they um they break that up. There would be superannuation funds that would know that um you know if if uh, if there's a particular job that you're in uh, up until recently there there might have been a default superannuation fund that that those employer contributions that would would have gone into some superannuation that's actually been lost and people you know, um, have, as I mentioned, have changed names, moved addresses, gone overseas, haven't registered. The the tax office looks after that. And normally, you know, I'm reporting on the tax office and it's not necessarily good news. <laughs> that They generally might be delivering bad news to you that, you know, maybe you haven't told the whole truth on your tax returns over multiple years and the dreaded term audit might come out. <laughs> but what they're saying is that you should go to um, uh, the, uh, the uh, MyGov site get through that, um, get through to the tax office. And uh, once you've got through the two-factor authentication uh, to prove it's you, you can see whether or not you've got more than just one uh, superannuation account, then you have the option of transferring that, if you like, subject to um, to advice that you might get just to make sure that's the best possible thing for your own personal finances. So I go to my Gov site and then I can just go through there and where it should... Not everyone is linked to the ATO and their MyGov site, but if you're linked to the ATO, that, that it's a relatively easy process to check and see if you've got unclaimed super sitting somewhere. Yeah, that's right. And look, and the other thing as well that's not directly related to this, but you can go to the uh, uh, the ASIC smart money site and do a search for your name and address and see if there any there's any money in bank accounts sitting around in your name. And I managed to find that I had something like $500 still sitting in a... Westpac banking account with my parents' address mm. on it, going way back to when I started working 40 years ago. And I haven't, as I'm a good example, I haven't actually got around to reclaiming that. Um, mm. But, you know, $500 is much better in my pocket than it is in the Bank of New South Wales as it was at the time now, Westpac. <laughs> Crikey, you are old, Peter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, final question. A couple of people in the office when I mentioned this said, what happens to the money if no one claims it? What happens to the money if no one claims it, Peter? Yeah, well, it just sits there in consolidated revenue, you know, guarded by the tax office. That's a very good question. I'll have to but, ask what happens if no one ever claims it, but it would be sitting there. The surely, but you can use it to pay down the national debt. Yeah, well, well, possibly, um, you know, who knows? It could be. I doubt it would be. I think that if people are upset about minor tweaks to their superannuation at the moment. They might be a bit upset if they <laughs> discovered that they had a lot of superannuation. It was used to pay down something else not directly related to them. But, I mean, on that on that broader issue of superannuation at the moment, and the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, has pretty much flown a kite about maybe making some small changes to um, uh, 
wealthy Australians, depending on what your definition of wealthy, that they might lose some tax concessions on superannuation. Well, it, I think it is understandable and we shouldn't be vilifying people who have actually worked hard and built up their superannuation accounts, but it's a hot political issue. And, you know, especially given that people are constantly told that superannuation is a long-term investment, they're probably very confused when you have successive governments trying to move the goalposts. And just about every government in the last uh, probably 20 years has made little changes there. So it's understandable that people will be quite concerned about this. And um, it will be interesting to see whether this uh, superannuation kite being flown by Jim Chalmers actually develops into something uh, that he's able to sell to the electorate. And, and, and we will be watching the, the budget in May for any indications about what they might be planning. While, while I've got you, a number of my listeners have been sending me messages expressing concern that what the federal government really wants to do is that they're worried that their union, uh, what's it, influenced uh, trade industry, or sorry, industry funds lost a lot of money during the pandemic and they're trying to claw that back and the government then wants to sort of try and dictate or pressure where that money is invested. And a lot of my listeners are quite conspiratorial about this. Can you speak to that at all, Peter? Well, I haven't seen any evidence of that. For for example, Australian Super in the year after the pandemic, I think they had a return of something like 21% for people who left their money with them and oh. other superannuation funds have done well. Others have done not so well. But generally, um, uh, you know, th this goes to the issue of people who had to access their superannuation under those emergency provisions during the pandemic yep. um, because they needed that money to live, although there is some you know, anecdotal cases of people using that money for other things, um, they would have lost out a, a whole lot of additional gains bouncing back from the pandemic. So we always go back and say it's, it's long term not to be judging superannuation over one, even two years, but the big um, uh, funds work over 10 year periods. How's your superannuation looking over the last 10 years? That's the most important thing. Peter, appreciate your help. Thanks very much. Anytime, Steve. Thank you. Peter Ryan is the ABC's senior business reporter.